Hello, everyone, and welcome to AV Plus, your weekly source for AV integration industry news. My name is Jonathan Blackwood, Editorial Director of Commercial Integrator, and this is the news for the week of June 25th, 2021. Before we get started with this week's episode of AV Plus, a quick word from this week's sponsor, ViewSonic. Seeing is believing with ViewSonic's innovative all-in-one direct view LED displays. With huge screen sizes up to 216 inches, these displays make a sizable impression in any lobby, boardroom or conference room, or large venue, boasting stunning video wall images in full HD resolution. They're easy to set up with only two people in less than two hours, easy to calibrate, easy to maintain, and easy to collaborate and wirelessly share content compared to a customized video wall. With larger-than-life images and simple setup, ViewSonic DirectView LED displays are a cost-effective, all-in-one alternative to traditional video walls. Find out more and see the difference at ViewSonic.com. Infocom 2021 registration is now open. Registration is now open for the long-awaited in-person Infocom show, which will take place October 23rd to 29th, 2021 at the Orange County Convention Center in Orlando, Florida. Registration is officially open at www.infocomshow.org. CTSI has acquired Collaborative Technology Solutions. Fresh off acquiring David Fire Systems last month, CTS is continuing to grow through acquisition by acquiring Collaborative Technology Solutions, a provider of audiovisual, security, and other low-voltage solutions. The U.S. Senate has approved $52 billion for semiconductor research and production. A $250 billion bill passed by the U.S. Senate this week is designed to increase the country's tech competition with countries like China, and the bill includes $52 billion to fund the semiconductor research design, and manufacturing initiatives. LG has renewed its sponsorship of the Collegiate Esports Tournament. LG Business Solutions USA has renewed its sponsorship of the Collegiate Esports Multi-Game Tournament Series Battle Academy after a first season in 2020 saw multiple participants recruited to and offered scholarships by various universities and colleges. LG's Ultra Gear Gaming Monitors are the official monitors of the tournament, which is run by UGCEDU, a division of Ultimate Gaming Championship. PPDS has launched the Philips 7000 series LED range. The new high brightness and bezel-free L-Line 7000 indoor LED series has been fashioned on market feedback in order to address and eradicate many of the traditional barriers and limitations around the size, shape, and brightness of LED installations, according to a PPDS announcement. It is suited for immersive visual experiences in retail, corporate, and public venue environments. Planar has launched the Planar Studios Initiative. Through the initiative, Planar hopes to become a partner of the film and TV industry by developing advanced visual technologies like critical LED and motion capture systems, bringing virtual production and extended reality to mainstream entertainment, as well as corporate and education environments. Biamp has acquired Neats AS. The acquisition of Denmark-based AV control systems manufacturer Neats AS is a move that enhances Biamp's portfolio of control room systems. In a press release, Biamp calls their new subsidiary a respected independent maker of AV control systems that brings with it a comprehensive family of device controllers, 
control interfaces, and associated software known for ease of use and design. Maverick AV is now distributing Crestron's UC solutions globally. According to an announcement, the agreement is designed to meet the collaboration needs for any kind of business environment and is the only such global distribution partnership for Crestron. It will be available in 16 European territories, the US and Canada. LG has released platform agnostic interactive displays for classrooms. The line is the LG TR3DJ series and displays are available in 65, 75 and 86 inch models and feature IPS display panels for wide viewing angles, making it useful in classrooms still practicing social distancing. The displays also feature 4K and Ultra HD resolution, a 20 point multi-touch surface and two stylus pens in differing colors and tip sizes that can be used simultaneously. Polly has partnered with Clipper to address video fatigue. At first, Polly will use the Clipper platform internally for recorded video assets, including global sales meetings. Then the platform will be brought to Polly customers to help them manage and extract important moments of recorded video content so that they can efficiently organize, search, interact, and share that content. Finally, the biotech sector has been gobbling up real estate lately, and that can be a great opportunity for AV integrators. For more, here's commercial integrator editor, Zach Como. Thanks, Jonathan. When the pandemic hit, many construction projects ground to a halt, and I'm sure a lot of your customers even scaled back their expansion plans, and they probably even reduced some of their, their office footprint. But one industry in particular was forced to invest in real estate to support the critical work, and that was the biotech sector. That sector was responsible for develop, developing vaccines and treatments for COVID-19, and they got a massive infusion of capital from the US government and private investors, investors alike. And that's likely to continue as we're still learning more about the virus. The sector was al already gobbling up real estate before the pandemic, but the events of the last year and a half accelerated that trend, according to a new, new report from real estate giant JLL. For integrators that rely on new construction or retrofits, you should really consider checking out the biotech industry and learning about their audiovisual needs. This market is red hot and is not expected to slow down anytime soon, especially with our aging population and, and new public health concerns. Back to you, Jonathan. Thank you, Zach. Our interview guest today is Ryan Pitterly of Sharp NEC Display Solutions. But before we get to Ryan, here's what's happening around Commercial Integrator this week. Commercial Integrators' top new technology awards, integration awards, and best awards were all announced in the past two weeks. Make sure to head over to commercialintegrator.com to see the full list of winners for each set of awards. Emerald's Commercial Integrators' parent company has recently launched two new websites that integrators may want to check out. DesignWell will focus on wellness opportunities in the design and technology markets, while M2X Technology Network will provide targeted market research and insights around marketing initiatives. Finally, Commercial Integrator and Herman Pro AV have partnered for the first ever Make a Difference Award, won this year by Spinitar for their work with City of Hope. To learn more, head over to commercialintegrator.com. We now welcome onto the AV Plus podcast, Ryan Pitterly of Sharp NEC Display Solutions. Uh, Ryan, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me, Jonathan. It's great to have you. I, I, we wanted to have you on to talk a little bit about your uh, floor projection systems and floor projection systems really in general. So right off the bat, you know, where are you seeing floor projection systems being applied? 
Yeah, you know, historically, when you think about floor projection systems, you think about museums or you think about entertainment venues. I think we've all seen the um, video of like projecting onto a basketball court for team introductions and those kind of things. Uh, theme parks, these are all, I guess, what we would call experiential applications, the wow factor sort of applications. And I think more recently, what's been interesting is that we've started to see more practical applications in retail, in corporate office space, in churches. Um, really, I, I think it's really since been since COVID. You know, COVID introduced the world to a lot of new things. And, and I'd say post-COVID, we're seeing floor projection becoming really popular in some of these more traditional applications. Um, think, about, think of anywhere that, you know, you need to use it for crowd control, uh, directional messaging, health and safety, social distancing, communication, anywhere that's necessary, we've started to see more projection used more frequently. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. And you, you hit on this a, a little bit, but what are some of the benefits of a floor projection system? And, and what are the return that an integrator's customer is gonna get when installing something like this? Yeah, I would say, you know, first and foremost, we're able to utilize the space that's not typically being used. So let's talk, let's think about in perspective of, of like a retail space, you know how shelf space and wall space is so valuable, right? But the floor is just sitting there unused. So it's taking advantage of a space that's not, that's not typically being utilized. I would say also floor projection is unique in that it really draws people's attention. It's, it's eye-catching. It's, it's hard to miss if you're walking um, really anywhere near it. Um, I would say it opens new possibilities for signage and, and, and messaging. I, I remember, you know, uh, again, post-COVID, one of the first things walking into a grocery store that I noticed was that all the aisles were one way. And how do they do that? They put stickers and they put arrows and stuff on the floor, right? You know, I'm not necessarily saying you got to put a projector in every aisle. That would be fantastic. But think about putting one maybe at the entrance that just says, hey, look, our aisles are one way aisles now, um, you know, keep social distancing, wear a mask um, beyond COVID. And you can still use these use these um, use these floor projection spaces to promote a sale or, or get people to go to the deli or do something like that. Right. So um, there's there's certainly a lot of a lot of applications when it comes to to new signage and messaging. Uh, think about branding and promotion. So for example, let's say that you're a store, you're, you're a brand that has a new app and you wanna promote the app. So you've got maybe a fast lane for users of the app or something, you know, so you can do, you can do things like that. And then finally, seeing as some, some, some companies using it as advertising as a revenue generating advertising opportunity. So if you're a store, you can offer this opportunity to your brands to promote their product right next to where it is on the shelf, right? So we're seeing that, that sort of too as a, as a major benefit to utilizing for projection. I mean, really in the end, it's just a really simple um, sort of cost-effective way to get a display on the floor. Um, think about the other display technologies out there it's the really the only way to, to do it in an affordable way. Yeah, a ton of great ways to use the system, but what do integrators need to know about installing the system or need to know about floor projection systems that differ from traditional projection systems? Yeah, good question. I mean, you know, think, look, first and foremost, I think you've got to have a projector that is um, capable of what we call tilt-free. 
So that's just being able to tilt the projector down towards the floor. That is um, become a lot more commonplace, I would say, with the introduction of laser projectors and laser technology. So utilizing the laser as a light source really allows you to sort of use the projector in different orientations that used to be uh, a much more difficult, if not you know, impossible. So that's, that's really first and foremost, is make sure you have a projector capable of doing it. Um, and then I would say, consider your image size and your throw distance. And, and, and that's, that's normal for, for every projection application, but more so in the way that you want to um, think about the viewer impact. So make sure that the projector is high enough off the floor so that it's not going to be in the way for anybody that might be passing underneath it. Um, that sort of draws you or leads you into considering some of the aesthetics. Obviously, you want to have a clean installation, um, as clean of installation as possible. Maybe you can run a single cable using HD base T to get your, your control and your content up to the projector. Um, think about maybe using inconspicuous locations to sort of hide the projector. It adds a little bit to the mystery, but it also, you know, it just makes it look again, aesthetic, more aesthetically pleasing if you're able to do that. So those are things that you want to take into consideration. Um, I'd say consider the usage model. I would say, you know, if you're going to be using it um, eight hours a day, 12 hours a day, 24 hours a day, certainly a lot of stores are open at least 12 hours a day if you're using it in a retail environment consider that and make sure you're choosing a projector that can withstand that sort of usage model. Um, and then of course, you know, this isn't necessarily unique to floor projection, but make sure you consider the ambient light, make sure you're getting a projector that's bright enough. Um, if it's at all possible to utilize some of the eco mode settings or some of the constant brightness settings that we have available in most of the laser projectors, um, you know, you can you can really sort of extend the life of that product and, and offer just a more consistent looking image over time. So so consider all that, um, you know, and then I would say, finally, consider the 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 floor surface material and the color. Right. That's a unique challenge. You're not you're not projecting onto a, a white screen that's designed to be projected on. A lot of times you're on a gray floor or concrete floor or whatever it might be. Right. Um, consider what you're projecting onto because there's usually a way to go into a projector's menu and adjust for some of those off colors or adjust for some of the glare that you might get. Um, a lot of the projectors these days are able to accommodate fixing for those things. So consider, consider the surface as well. Lastly, you know, a lot of integrators might be watching this and thinking, you know, a lot of this stuff can be done with traditional projection systems as well. And they might not see the benefit of looking towards any alternative projection or alternative digital signage system. So what would you say to those integrators that might be a bit stuck in their ways when it comes to traditional projection, traditional digital signage uh, about some of these alternative ways like floor projection, but other alternatives to what, what you typically see out there? Yeah, I mean, when you start to think about the non-traditional or non-typical projection applications, floor included, you just, the possibilities just become endless, right? There are so many, um, so many spaces that you can now use as a screen, if you will, right? So it just really opens up a whole lot of opportunities. There's, um, again, there's just an abundance of unused projection surfaces in real estate when you start to think of using projection outside of your typical rectangular screen, right? So, um, so consider that, consider, consider the fact that you can use 
you know, projection for both experiential, we'll call it, right? The wow factor, the cool, you know, memorable, eye-catching um, sort of applications, but also practical applications. Um, there really, there really isn't a business I can think of that wouldn't benefit from, um, you know, from being able to to put messaging messaging at people's feet, um, being able to to just really get in front of a customer, get in front of on, in front of the the general public. Um, so it, it, there's a there's certainly a lot of applications. I would say projection application or floor projection at least at this point is still sort of new. So it's um, at this point it still draws people attention. People remember seeing it, you know, because it's still not all that commonplace. And so there's an opportunity to get in on it at the sort of at the at the entry at the entry level at the entry point. Um, and it's really it's not that complicated. You know, so an integrator, I think, could 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 easily handle for projection um, application for projection project, um, but it positions them sort of as being perceived as cutting edge or being a thought leader, being being sort of again um, on the on the on the front edge of the technology just by being able to do something different that not everybody else is doing. Yeah, very well said. If anyone that's watching right now wants to learn more about Sharp NEC, floor projection, and what you guys might be able to offer, uh, how can they learn more about the company? Yeah, I'd say start at our website, visit sharpnecdisplays.us. Um, you can certainly get all the speeds and feeds on our product and our projectors there, but you can also reach out and contact us there. Videos, resources, um, white papers, case studies are kind of a sort of endless, and that's all on, on available on our website. Great. Well, I encourage anyone listening to go and check that out, learn more about floor projection systems and a lot of the great things that Sharp NEC can provide. Uh, Ryan Pitterly of Sharp NEC Display Solutions, thanks for joining us here on AV+. Hey, it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. That's it for this week's episode of AV+, for the week of June 25th, 2021. A reminder to all listeners that the full stories we've detailed today can be found at commercialintegrator.com. Please remember to subscribe to AV Plus and get your weekly roundup of news in the AV industry. I'm Jonathan Blackwood, host of AV Plus. Thanks for listening.